0: Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. I'm Carol Knier, Community Health Manager for Wayne Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for joining us today. And on today's show, I have a special guest of the hopefully many of your listeners know who he is. It's Jim Pettinato. Good morning, Jim.
1: Good morning, Carol. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me here this morning.
0: Oh, I'm so happy that you, you can really join us. Um, so for those of you that may not know, Jim Pettinato is the CEO of Wayne Memorial Hospital, and you have just kind of finished up your second year here as CEO. I won't say here at Wayne Memorial because you've been here for a while, right? Yeah, I've been here <laughs>
1: since 1999, um, serving in various roles. Um, maybe one or two years in between there where I ventured out a bit but wound up coming back. So, yeah, I've been really with the health system since 1999 when I first started.
0: Right. So, in mm-hmm. the second
1: year, really, in the seat as of January as the CEO.
0: And I, I will say thank you. you. You are doing an amazing job. And I know you you never take full credit because you have an amazing team who works with you and I want to say with you not under you because they do work with you correct
1: absolutely the whole team is really great Uh, my chiefs that support me day in day out but more importantly our staff Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's really uh, it's the whole village if you would that comes together and really helps serve this community and I'm really proud to be part of this team they do an excellent job Uh, we have seen in the last two years a, a lot of growth a lot of expansion a lot of challenges and I will say that this team really has stepped up the game where they've needed to, and, and I could not be prouder of the work that they do.
0: Right, right. So, you know, thank you for that. And for all of our staff that's listening, yes, you know, we, we do want to thank them. Um, and also thank our community, right? Because absolutely, we're located in Homesdale, right? And we're always, you know, we used to be known as a, you know, small community hospital, but we have expanded, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit, you know, with the specialty services, but kind of give our listeners how many Beds we have our private beds, you know sure. our outpatient services that we kind of handle on a daily basis.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, we're we're really officially right now in the state of Pennsylvania we're licensed for 90 acute care beds. On top of that, we have 14 rehab beds, which are very similar to those provided by rehab hospitals um, in our in our surrounding area. Um, but we're proud to say that those rehab beds are under the jurisdiction of Wayne Memorial Hospital. We used to do those uh, in a partnership with Good Shepherd. Uh, out of Allentown for really well over the last year. We have managed those beds on our own. And I'm very happy to say that uh, the change in uh, control, if you would, from Good Shepherd Duane really has not um, hindered the program in any way, shape or form. We continue to um, serve the community well and our our patient volume uh, remains high, which is great because it means patients are rehabilitating in their hometown. And we know that access to family and friends is really a very important step in that rehabilitation piece. And uh, we really are very proud of that unit and Mm -hmm. um, um, we're grateful for the the time served by Good Shepherd in helping us develop the program, but we're really proud of that area as well right now. And it does a great job. We've been able to take care of a lot of our stroke patients that have come through our hospital and we get them back Mm -hmm. Uh, And some of our trauma patients that have come through. will come back here to rehabilitate and with some really great outcomes. Right.
0: Yeah. You know, like I have been, you know, here for 30 years at Wayne Memorial Hospital and it is truly amazing to see the growth that we have expanded to you know just for your statement how you know we can take care of our community within our community which is so important right Absolutely. you know if someone has a stroke we're a primary stroke center right right so they we don't need to send them out for rehabilitation we can do it right here and they can go back home you know if they're living close to this area which is truly amazing and, and provide those services and that's what I seen throughout the years is is the services that have expanded Um, you know we we've always provide lab services radiology services top-notch services
1: absolutely you know
0: the equipment has always been updated and and kept to the highest standards correct
1: we have we actually serve as a reference lab for some of the larger lab organizations in the country Um, and in this geographic area our lab equipment and diagnostic capabilities Uh, are such that we we do reference lab work. And it's it's really, it's it's a proud moment for a small community hospital to have the equipment and the technology and, and the personnel who are trained to that level uh, to think that you know reference lab work is coming here <laughs> to a small community hospital in Wayne County, Pennsylvania.
0: Right, right, exactly. And, and you know, even our our radiology slash imaging services, correct? You know, we have a second CT now. Yes, which is so amazing.
1: When we really launched our primary stroke center here um, back in about twenty sixteen twenty seventeen, uh, became really apparent with the number of stroke patients that were really presenting to our hospital that the need to have immediate access to a CAT scan was very important to their outcomes. And uh, with the volume of emergency room patients, many times we had to jump through some hoops to make sure that patient got to that CAT scanner in a timely manner, so having two, is is great mm-hmm. uh, to be able to do that we've worked out very well with EMS services that patients really come right off of the ambulance loading dock and go right to cat scan um, unless they have an immediate need to come to the emergency room uh, ambulance crews have really worked hand in hand with our stroke response team in getting patients into the cat scanner within minutes of their arrival mm-hmm. so it's really been a, a great uh, program and the second cat scanner really helped us achieve that goal for 100% of our patients
0: right and I, and I heard recently we just passed our re- certification for our stroke program, correct?
1: We did. We actually go through a a rigorous uh, validation and certification program every year. Mm -hmm. And while they might grant us a two or a three-year accreditation, they still come back every year and make sure we're doing (laughs) what we're supposed to. Uh, That second CT came in real handy to meeting the time measurements Mm -hmm. uh, that were required to timely take care of a stroke patient.
0: Right. So it was
1: really a great advantage to us.
0: And you mentioned the emergency room slash emergency department, right? Um, we're just finished finished up our first year with our board-certified Your, emergency department doctors, right? We physicians. did.
1: Um, a, a little over a year ago in October, uh, we changed out from having uh, really general practitioners with ER experience or internal medicine with ER experience to having board-certified emergency room physicians manning our emergency room. And that uh, was a huge endeavor. It was... Um, Frankly, a little more costly um, along the way, but when you look at the fact that we have a 24 seven cardiac cap lab that's taking care of heart attack patients, we're a primary stroke center, we're a level four trauma center, which means you know some significant trauma patients are, are arriving on our doors um, and require you know, immediate stabilizing care at a, at, a, at a higher level. It just really made sense that we would have to up the game and make sure mm-hmm. that all of the doctors working in the emergency room We're board certified and trained in emergency medicine. Uh, it was really one complementing the other. And I can honestly say that this group of physicians on a critical care level have done an excellent job for us and uh, have done a real good job in managing these really acutely ill patients.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Because, you know, every time we walk by, there is someone always sitting in the waiting room, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's always something. And it's so important to have that excellent care that we provide here at Way Memorial.
1: Absolutely. And I know sometimes there's a little misunderstanding, too, about, you know, the waiting room is busy, they, patients maybe with the lower level acuity do wind up waiting a long period of time. That's kind of endemic to really any emergency mm-hmm. room. Uh, but I think it also stands for any emergency room that's right. functioning well, demonstrating that the most critical patients are taken care of first. And um, sometimes that requires just a little bit of patience on other people. And it's (laughs) it's it's, hard to explain sometimes.
0: Well, but it's also, you know, what's going around now, you know, after COVID hit, you know, we have RSV, we have the flu season now, it's just so hard, you know, and again, I, I feel we do an excellent job getting people in, getting them treated and all that stuff. You know that.
1: Sure. It's, yeah. But the it, it, public should know, too, right. that we do really take care of people. Yes. In order of arrival, but really more importantly, order of, of illness and acuity. Right. Um, and I'm sorry that sometimes those waits are a little longer, but I can assure them when they're getting in front of the provider, <laughs> they're getting in front of a very skilled, well-trained exactly. individual.
0: Exactly. And then, you know, the real exciting news is our fish and, physician specialty groups that we have here and part of the hospital. Again, you know, in less than 10 years, we've had expanded so many different services. And I'm going to like kind of leave that up to you how many different specialty physicians we do have now.
1: Sure. So we've, we've done a huge growth, particularly in the last two years with adding specialty services in. We really are up to 21 Uh, specialty physicians and helping those 21 specialty physicians are eight mid-levels between nurse practitioners and physician's assistants to try to make sure that we're getting patients in timely mm-hmm. or as timely as we can. Uh, there's a huge demand out there for various specialties. And without those physician extenders, we really would not be able to do it. Our, our doctors do a great job trying to open up their schedules. Uh, we have many doctors that will see patients through lunch um, mm-hmm. just to squeeze people in if they're having a sudden, or, uh, a sudden onset of an issue or a, an acute problem that has to be addressed. But adding these specialists have also done something else. They not only have gained access to the community um, for. For services or provided access to the community for services, but it's allowed us to keep more patients here at Wayne Memorial because we're now bringing those specialties to that patient when they have to be admitted to the hospital. And and that's again comes back to a key point of being able to, to recover and be treated in the community close to your family and not have to really seek those services from a far away location, but have the, the cadre of physicians that we have now, and the most recent one uh, being um, urology services, which started on January 2nd. And Carol, it's uh, the demand is so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are quickly trying to ramp up staff, um, getting more help in to support the physician uh, right now, and um, we will have further physicians joining us as the year goes on in urology. Right now, it is um, it's Dr. Uh, Priate as the main physician, and. Um, He will have help coming as the year goes on. But we are trying our best to get everybody in. We feel like we have a mission to serve not only the patients in this community, Mm -hmm. but um, because urology services, for example, are just so needed in the surrounding area, uh, we equally are trying to make those slots open up for everybody who needs that service here. But uh, it's great. It's long needed in this community. It's been on our community health needs assessment locally for many years. So it's a real accomplishment to get it here. But without the support of our nephrologist, our general surgeons, uh, our cardiologists, um, pulmonology and critical care medicine that we get, we really would have a very difficult, and neurology services, these patients that have these conditions require multi-specialties to take care of them. and many times they need the help of interventional radiology or general surgery. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud to say that we've been able to now add on interventional radiology services here at Wayne Memorial beyond what we used to be able to do. We did do some procedures here, but that has expanded. And we have really solidified our general surgery program. We have five general surgeons right now that are really pretty much dedicated to Wayne Memorial right. um, and are dedicated to our community and the patients being served. But this whole group of specialty physicians, and I really don't want to leave anybody off, but they really all have come together Mm -hmm. and as a team really approach the needs of our patients um, in a a holistic manner. And uh, again, anytime we don't have to ship them out for services is, again, better to keep the patient here. Sometimes those specialty services identify that a a facility or a place can really better handle something. Mm -hmm. And there will still be those conversations Mm -hmm. with patients and families Um, particularly for certain conditions where they might still need to go somewhere to to receive something we don't have. But we also remember we have a lot of rehab programs back here, our acute rehab program, as well as our swing bed program. Mm -hmm. Patients who qualify can come back here even on a skilled nursing basis and might be able to avoid going to a nursing home if that's really not their intent or the level of care they need. So we have a lot of programs here that can also help get the patient back into the community once they're acute period right. is over with.
0: Right and and it is truly amazing how all of these physician specialties also work together and you know it, it is it is a great great family in a way when you look at it that you know, with all these services. And, you know, you mentioned the general surgeries that we have here, and there is kind of something on the forefront when we're looking into 2024. Um, sure. Something called robotics? <laughs>
1: yeah, we're, we're, we have started. In fact, one of the urologists that will be starting later in the year is robotics trained. Uh, we have a, one general surgeon right now that is robotics trained, and we have other general surgeons that are stepping up and requesting the specialized training, which really is fairly easily accessible, mm-hmm. and um, they get mentored and guided through the process so uh, we're well underway to to trying to launch this program but I do expect um, by the end of this year 2024 robotics really could become part of Wayne Memorial's program right now some of our surgeons have privileges in other places so a patient that really needs robotics can still get it from one of our surgeons Mm -hmm. they just won't get it here at Wayne Memorial today Um, but we are working with our staff Mm -hmm. and um Our our administrative team, and I really feel very comfortable that that program will be here and available to this community, and they will not need to travel for those services because we have the specialists here. We have the doctors who can perform them. Um, We just need to kind of... Um, find our way through that process Mm -hmm. right now Mm
0: -hmm. and again it's always an ongoing um, I don't want to say job but um, service that we want to improve within our communities and you mentioned the community health needs assessment with many of these practices kind of you know come from the we we listen to the community when we put out our community health needs assessment survey which again is coming up this year (laughs) can you imagine or 2025 we need to you know do our three-year community health needs assessment. And that's where we do ask for our community input. You know, um, are they happy with the services? What, you know, do they feel may benefit our community moving forward, correct?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, we do listen and pay attention to those. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of the reasons we've expanded some of our mid-level coverage between nurse practitioners and PAs to try to expand out some of the specialist services so that they can really get access to that care.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Jim, you know, we could probably talk for another 15 minutes and another 15 minutes (laughs) upon that. Um, So I want to really thank you for joining the show today.
1: Thank you, Carol. Appreciate everything.
0: Oh, you're welcome. And again, yep. And this is Carol Knier, Community Health Manager for Wayne Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for listening and have a great day.